0: Interrupt this broadcast to bring you a revolution. to give,
1: uh. give us what we need. Hey! Our hey. freedom, freedom death. We we got to fight the fight. I am
2: fight
1: the power a revolutionary.
2: And you're gonna have to keep
1: on saying
3: that. Fight the power. We've got some difficult days ahead. But
4: it really doesn't matter with me now.
1: I'm worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man.
5: My life. Have
4: seen the glory. Why don't you live for the people? Why don't you struggle for the people? Why don't you die for the people? This is 91.7 The Edge, WSUW. I am your host, Kenny G, and this is Stay Woke. It has been a whirlwind of a presidential election, and yesterday were the primaries here in Wisconsin, and here to discuss and recap is Assistant Professor of Political Science here at UW-Whitewater, Eric Lipp. Eric, what's going on today?
0: It's going well, Kendra. How are you <laughs> doing? I am
4: good. We were talking a little bit about everything before we came on, and uh, so I'm, I'm excited about this discussion we're going to have because you are pretty much... Very, very up on politics and what's happening in today's world. And talking with students, you understand kind of the pulse of what they're looking for as uh, as well. So to kind of recap, Sanders was able to win in Wisconsin with a 56% of the vote and 45 delegates. And for Republicans, Cruz was actually the winner with 49% of the vote and 33 delegates. So, Erica, I ask you, what does this mean for Bernie and kind of his chances going forth?
0: So it was a a big day for Bernie Sanders. He was obviously very, very happy about it. Um, And in most elections, winning by 10, 11 points like he did is considered a blowout. Um, The thing to remember moving forward, though, is um, it's not just – especially on the Democratic side, it's not just who wins. It's how much they win by because Mm -hmm. Democrats allocate their delegates, um, which is what they're fighting for in these elections – um, based on proportions. So mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders is going to get 55, roughly 55 percent of the delegates that were up for grabs. Okay. Um, so he'll get more than Hillary Clinton, but she'll still get quite a few. Yeah. And given that she has a lot more delegates in the bank already, mm-hmm. um, that is – she's still looking pretty good yeah. overall. Um, if he were to win every state that's left yeah. by the same margin that he won in Wisconsin, um, he would still probably fall short. Wow. So um, it, it was a good day for him. He has this whole momentum thing going, but he's going to have to win by bigger and bigger margins, even than he did here, if he wants to um, potentially pass Hillary Clinton and get the nomination. So uphill battle, but a good day in Wisconsin for Bernie.
4: Wow. Yeah. He, in his campaign speech in Wyoming, he talked about momentum and how his momentum, he believes, will carry him to victory. We'll see. So looking at Clinton, do you think that just perception why that the loss in Wisconsin kind of makes her appear to be beatable?
0: You know, that's a good question. Um, you know, Sanders has been saying for the last few days, you know, he's won six out of the last seven contests. Exactly. He's been doing yeah. really well. People are very excited about him. Um, overall, though, just you have to step back and look at the larger game, and and Hillary Clinton is still in a very good position. Mm-hmm. Um you know there are different regions of the country where candidates do well um and we've just finished a series of elections that were in states that tend to favor people like Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. out west Alaska Hawaii mm-hmm. these are places where he cleaned up yeah. um but it's also just more friendly territory when you go to the South, mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton did very, very well there. Mm-hmm. Um, states with larger African American populations, uh, Hillary Clinton's doing well, and of course, the next big elections in New York, mm-hmm. um, which uh, is of course the state that Hillary Clinton represented as a senator, so she's probably looking to do very, very well there. Yeah. Um, so that is going to be a big one to watch. Yeah, looking I'm, forward, I'm Kennedy going to chip into her lead
4: there. I'm going to ask you about New York uh, later on in the show. Um, so, I was looking at some of the numbers and. There were pretty big gender and age gaps in the race. So Sanders won the under 30 voters by roughly five to one. And Clinton won the voters 65 and older by more than 20 points. So why do you think Sanders doesn't appeal to like the older voters?
0: You know, that that's an interesting question. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of people weighing in on that. Um, Part of it is there's, um, you know, younger people tend to be more ideologically liberal in this country. Okay. And Bernie Sanders is definitely the more ideologically liberal option mm-hmm. within the Democratic Party. Um, he's an older guy, but he's new, he's fresh, his ideas are, are pretty yeah. revolutionary relative to Clinton's, which are more moderate and mainstream. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. some of the more established, older Democrats, if you will, are more comfortable with kind of the more center left policies Mm. that she pushes for, um, whereas Bernie's pushing a lot of stuff that uh, younger people find really, really appealing. You know, college free uh, or tuition free uh, public college, for instance, is uh, one thing that, you know, a lot of young people are going to like. Um, And even though we talk about like anti-establishment and people not happy with party leaders a lot in the Republican Party, there's some of it on the Democratic side, too. Mm -hmm. And Bernie Sanders appeals to people who just kind of want to really shake up Mm. Washington in that way.
4: So the older voters are used to stability, I guess, in the sense of what they know to have that's, worked. That's probably a really in, big part of it. In the past. Yeah. Wow. And then here in Wisconsin, I know I saw where he lost the, um, the black vote, but it wasn't the the black voters only made up like less than a tenth of the vote. But it's just interesting. I, I've, I'm still trying to ask this question, and I, I'm interested to hear your opinion. What is the, I guess, the appeal for Hillary towards black voters?
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting question um, because she's not individually like if you look at all of the stuff that she personally was doing, it wasn't just like a long list of, you know, civil rights issues. Now, she's definitely been in favor of most of those. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to say she's against them or anything, but like her profile was not one that like, oh, she ran on race issues and stuff like that. I think a big part of it actually goes back to the 1990s, and when her husband Bill Clinton was president, um, you know, some people um, would kind of half jokingly refer to him as America's first black president, right? Because he actually pushed for a lot of um, policies that were appealing to African American voters, and Mm -hmm. that positive sentiment has has carried over. Um, That being said, however, you know, Hillary Clinton has struggled with some things Mm -hmm. um, within the African American community, things like. you know, mandatory minimums for drug crimes. There mm-hmm. are certain things that her husband did as president that she was associated with Sad. that people in the African-American community are not that happy with. Right. Um, she said something recently, I uh, can't remember off the top of my head, um, but there was yeah. somebody brought up something she said in the 90s referring to, um, you know, certain criminals as, I don't know, monsters or something mm-hmm. like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it I remember like hearing Yeah, it was right? about monsters, yeah. Um, and she caught some flack for that, mm-hmm. and she had to walk it back. Um, So it's kind of interesting because on the one hand, um, it's logical for people to associate her with her husband. Right. But at the same time, she's also her own person. And, you know, um, Bernie Sanders has been as much a supporter of a lot of those policies as she has. So um, I'm not sure exactly, but I think a big part of it goes back to the 90s. I
4: I, I think you're right. And I just think they know the Clinton name more so and for some reason – just associate with that kind of like the stability with the older voters, you know they just kind of go fall back on what they know because if you look at i don't know to me if you look at standards and kind of what he's been saying, you would think he would appeal to some of the black voters, at least especially the young black voters, I would think right um right. but maybe it's the older black voters that he hasn't quite uh i guess spoke to
0: I and think so, that's true and yeah if you, and if you break down the african American vote by age. Mm-hmm. You will see that he does better among some of the younger voters, uh, but it's still a solid. You know, just like he kind of dominates among young people generally. Yeah, um, Hillary Clinton is doing very well among Black voters generally as well, and that's why it's really important to keep any one election in context. Wisconsin is not a particularly <laughs> um, black state. Exactly. Remember, right? It's a fairly small percentage um, relative to places like the Carolinas mm-hmm. and Georgia and the South, which is where Hillary Clinton did very, very well. Nice. So that'll be the sort of thing to think about you know, as we look at any upcoming election is yeah. kind of how fertile is that ground? Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and so um, what I wanted to know, if Clinton, she has to pretty nice lead going in. If she uh, manages to pull out the lead, do you think she could um, get those young people that were behind Bernie, do you think she can get them to vote for her?
0: That's the million-dollar question, right? That'll yeah. be huge for both parties is can whoever wins get the people who are supporting other candidates right. to come over? Um, and I think Hillary Clinton would have some success with that mm-hmm. just because after the conventions and once it becomes Republican versus Democrat, yeah. there is a tendency for parties to unify. That's part of what the conventions yeah. are for. Um, if you go back to 2008, you know Barack Obama won after a long, drawn-out primary, yeah. and there were a lot of supporters of Hillary Clinton who were really upset about that. And right. some of them said, I'm not going to vote for Barack Obama, um, not because they don't agree with him, but because they were so upset that the <laughs> nomination was yanked from their person. Yeah. Um, but on Election Day, a lot of those people did end up showing up. Um, and voting for Barack Obama. So uh, it's certainly not a gimme, right? It's yeah. not guaranteed. Uh, young people are also notoriously uh, non-voting, yeah. right? They, yeah. they don't tend to show up that much. Yeah. Um, but as far as Democrats unifying behind her, um, they're going to work really hard to do that if, if she does end up being the nominee and we will probably have a pretty good deal of success with that.
4: You know, th- I'm just pulling this out there, but it's just one of the thoughts that I've been having lately that everything is kind of... As far as on the Democratic side, set up for Hillary, if you think about her race against uh, Barack Obama, he was the uh, grassroots campaign kind of guy like like, um, Sanders, but he had a lot more, I guess, going for him in in certain instances, whereas here it is, she's kind of going up against the same thing with with Sanders, but he's kind of the older, wacky-looking guy and is kind of hurting, I think, his, his chances, and so in in this case, it's, it looks similar to the Barack Obama race, but Sanders seems like a, I don't want to use this in a derogatory term, he seems like a little bit of a weaker candidate in, in some instances. Sure, sure,
0: and I think that's a really, really um, good point you make. The you know, Hillary Clinton is um, definitely a Democrat, definitely more liberal than she is conservative, but she's not like super, super liberal. Um, she's one of the more moderate Democrats out there, and so both in 2008 and uh, 2016, she is actually being challenged from the left, yeah. right, from someone more liberal than she is. And first it was Barack Obama and now it's Bernie Sanders. Uh, I think one big difference is that in 2008, with the war in Iraq being such a big issue, mm-hmm. Barack Obama – um, was the only major Democratic candidate who did not vote for it, mm. right? So he got himself going. I mean, very, very talented guy, yeah. great organizer. Um, but he had a great advantage too and that Democrats were really upset about the war, and he was able to go out and say, I didn't vote for this, right. but Hillary Clinton did. Mm. Um, so that was like a really, really big thing yeah. to help get him going. And then from there, um, it just kind of took off it's not quite the same now with with Bernie but he's yeah. definitely saying some stuff that's getting traction
4: yeah the Panama right. yeah that that he broke that he uh, talk, talked about in 2011 and now here it is and it's like right. hey Bernie Bernie warned you
0: right exactly and and Hillary Clinton also has just she's been around for a long time very established very seasoned politician um, but she's also that will come with some baggage right she mm-hmm. said a lot of things so there's lots of things people might attack her for, you know, there's the whole email thing, yeah, that, and is she yeah. going to be indicted by the FBI? You know, those sorts of things. You know, the Clintons have sometimes struggled with trust issues, mm-hmm. and you know, liberal people oftentimes really care about that sort of stuff. so yeah. Bernie's appealing in that way. You get the sense he's really authentic, and exactly, so, exactly. Um, some I'll of those just, image issues. Th- right?
4: Exactly, that's what I was, I, I was thinking about in the sense that young people might be really upset. At Hillary because she doesn't seem authentic when she speaks. It it it, it just doesn't come off in a in a in a um, in a normal way that I really I'm really listening. and I'm really concerned about. It's just like well I'm only talking to you because I need your vote.
0: Right, right, and that's uh, a, a, again an image branding problem mm-hmm. that she has struggled with, you know, this whole, oh, she'll say anything to get elected yeah. kind of thing. Uh, a number of people have accused her of that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether or not that's true is really, really hard to determine. But <laughs> right now, it really doesn't matter how true <laughs> right. it is, it's how much people believe <laughs> it's true. it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, Bernie's definitely making inroads among people who are kind of wary of... Of, of Clinton in that way.
4: Exactly. So a lot of people thought that the photo ID law would really hurt some people, especially students here in Wisconsin. And while it generally went very, it, it went better than Arizona, I can say that, right. which was a fiasco. Um, but they, some students did face difficulties. I know they were saying it was a 200 person line to register to change an address and at, at Marquette's union, um, a lot of students waited two hours to, to vote. And so, It was relative a success. Do you see any changes maybe in the the future with it, or is it probably going to be here to stay for a while?
0: That will depend a lot on who controls the legislature Hmm. and the um, governor's mansion in Wisconsin. Um, I asked my students this morning who voted, and and actually a lot of them did, which is great. Wow, yeah. Um, And then I asked them how long they waited in line. And some people went through fairly quickly, but I had a number of students in in both of my classes this morning who indicated they were there for over an hour, up to two hours. Wow. And so that's definitely a long time. Yes. Right? And especially if you're a student and you're, you know, oh, I'm going to go vote between classes. Classes. Right? Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Um, You can only wait in line so long. Well, uh, yeah. as far as the law changing or not um you know it it's law now it was you know passed in in recent years and, mm-hmm. and Republicans have generally supported these sorts of laws nice. um so is it possible to change them? sure yeah. um but i mean they're they're law for the Probably, moment, yeah. so it would take a you know a, a pretty big effort to try yeah. to undo them, but this isn't a you know this is a, an issue that is uh big for a lot of people, so there might be momentum to change it back but i th- I think it'll also come down to. You know, looking at yesterday's election and the next couple of elections and seeing, are we seeing a dramatic difference in who is voting as a result of these laws? Right.
4: Speaking of that, uh, Wisconsin broke some long-held records last night. Uh, Nearly 2.1 million Wisconsinites voted, and uh, they predicted 40 percent, but about 47 percent, it says, uh, of the stating voting age population, and an estimated 49 percent of all eligible voting age citizens came out. So that was... Pretty, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I wonder. I wonder, was it just the the importance of of the vote, or was it some grassroots campaigns that really kind of drove people to the polls this year? You think?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's both of those things. Um, the fact that that both parties had contested elections here mm-hmm. uh, definitely helped, right? Yeah. With, If all the candidates had dropped out but one for either side, then turnout here would have been way lower. But I think people recognize that um, it was a big decision to make. On the Republican side, a lot of people were saying that this was, uh, you know, election represented, um, you know, kind of one of the last big chances to stop Donald Trump. If you know the anti-Trump movement saw Wisconsin as a place to do that. And on on the Democratic side, you know, Bernie Sanders saw, you know, Wisconsin as a pretty friendly state to him. You know, a lot of young people, a lot of college students, um, pretty white population. Mm -hmm. Um, And so both sides saw an opportunity, I think, in Wisconsin. And and that led to a lot of TV time, a lot of coverage in the the news and a lot of grassroots uh, operations, like you said.
4: And I wanted to ask, um, with Ted Cruz winning, do you think that was more about people embracing him? Or was that just more of an anti-Trump rally?
0: That that is also, that's another million-dollar question, <laughs> um, and it depends on who you ask, right? I'm hearing yeah. people say both, and it probably is to some degree both. Um, you no, know, Cruz. On, on the one hand, leaving Trump aside for yeah. the moment, um, Wisconsin is an, a part of the country and a state that is um, maybe not the most friendly place to to someone like Cruz, but but somewhat so, which is to say it's um, a fairly educated. Uh, state. Um the economy is doing relatively well. The unemployment here is lower than the national average, for instance, stuff like that. Um and so all the things that um have really been like Donald Trump's bread and butter mm-hmm. aren't as big here. Okay. So I, I do think part of it is that the 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 state was kind of set up, you know, for, for crews to do relatively well. Mm-hmm. Um, but part of it was Trump, too. he had a very bad week, you know yeah. this last week he had a couple oh yeah um, but had, uh, abortion big, yeah he had the, the abortion flip flop thing yeah. the whole his campaign manager assaulting or not assaulting oh, a, yeah. a member of the media um, and just a number of you know the the Heidi Cruz thing his mm-hmm. retweet of a picture of Ted Cruz's wife um it wasn't a great week, yeah. so um, it's possible that some people may have been on the fence and seeing Trump have a bad week may have mm. pushed them over. Um, a number of Republicans indicated yesterday that they made up their mind very recently, like within the last week. So it's possible. But I don't think we can say for sure that, oh, Wisconsin just loves Ted Cruz right. or, oh, Wisconsin just hates Donald Trump. Yeah. It's probably a combination of those two things. But um, I guess I should also say we haven't mentioned John Kasich yet. Yeah, I just yeah. Um, It's kind of surprising. He did not do as well as right. I, I would have thought. You know, Wisconsin and, and his home state of Ohio share some similarities in terms of – um populations and stuff and he did not have a very good day exactly. he, he didn't get any delegates so, yeah.
4: i thought that um, was super interesting because yeah. when i what from what i'm uh hearing Ted Cruz is a radical type of republican and i would have you know just kind of assumed that john Kasich would have kind of got some traction here in wisconsin as far you yeah. know as a as a different option to the two absolutely. that were offered
0: absolutely i mean ted cruz is kind of a a, a tea party you know yeah. social conservative type of Republican, Uh, John Kasich is more moderate, kind of, you know, more center right, if you will. Um, And, you know, we're not deep south, right? Wisconsin is, um, you know, hardworking, intelligent state, right? It's not just people, you know, going on um, emotions or, you know, social issues or stuff like that. I mean, they weren't talking about that much at all other than Trump's abortion comments, right? Um, So I don't know. That might reflect the fact that a lot of people just don't see Kasich as having much chance at this point. Um, but you know, he's hanging in there and he plans on going to the convention. So the fact that he didn't do that great here, um, is potentially worrisome for sure. Speaking
4: of the convention, are they headed towards a contested convention?
0: The odds of that happening went up big time last night. It's highly, highly unlikely that we're going to know before the convention who the Mm -hmm. nominee is. Um, the magic number of course for Republicans is 1,237 and, um, before Wisconsin, uh, Donald Trump was going to have to win over 50% mm. of all remaining delegates in order to hit 1237. Cruz was going to need over 80%. Wow. Um, so that was a high, it was an uphill battle for both of them. Um, with Cruz's big victory here yesterday, the battle got more uphill for Trump. Um, and I wouldn't say it got less uphill for Cruz, but it was already pretty uphill. Yeah. So um, it's more likely now that we're not going to have a nominee going in on the Republican side. Um, so that convention is going to be very, very interesting.
4: From from what I'm hearing, any chances for John Kasich would happen at a contested convention?
0: That's right. It is not possible for him to win enough delegates in the remaining elections um, to get to 1237. So um, Kasich is hoping that nobody gets to 1237. The Republicans go to the convention. They can't decide who they want. Um And they – after some chaos and some infighting, mm-hmm. they decide to go with the guy who's more moderate, who's mm-hmm. more appealing in the general election. Kasich has beaten um, Hillary Clinton in a number of hypothetical head-to-head polls mm-hmm. in the general election. So his argument moving forward is going to be I'm the only one who can actually beat the other party in the fall, and yeah. isn't that what we should care about? Yeah. So actually, we'll
4: see. Actually, that's, that's very interesting because if – it, 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 me thinking about uh, Hillary, that's just uh, I'm just going to assume like she gets the nomination just on a hypothetical. And me thinking about how young people might kind of resent that. And, and if they look towards, let's just say, a, a Trump, if a Trump gets a nomination, that, that's I don't think that's going to be an option for a lot of young people. And so if you if the Republicans are able to put out somebody other than Trump um, or Cruz, then that will that that makes it very interesting, and that gives them a you know maybe you know yeah, let's see what this guy absolutely. is about.
0: Absolutely, you know, um, despite his rhetoric, you know Donald Trump would be very very much a a challenge for yeah. um, Republicans in the fall. He's doing very poorly among groups that Republicans need to do better with mm-hmm. in order to win. Um you if you look back and see, you know, what groups did Mitt Romney and John McCain, the last Republican candidates, where were they winning, where were they losing? Yeah. They were losing a lot with Latino voters mm-hmm. and African American voters, they were not winning with women. These are all groups that are generally increasing, right? There, yeah. there are more of them voting. Yeah. Um so Republicans need to do better with those groups in the future. And and they've said so. Yeah. They know that. It's not a surprise to anybody. <laughs> but Donald Trump is actually not doing that well among those groups. Yeah. So uh you're right. Could he maybe get some Democrats, you know, working class, disaffected, right. upset Democrats to come over, maybe, but I have a hard time imagining that that would offset yeah. the um, number of people in uh, minority communities and, and women and other groups that are overwhelmingly anti-Trump right now. Yeah. Um, he he could lose pretty big, I yeah. think, if he were to.
4: Let me throw another name that has been circulating: Paul Ryan, who has tried to vigorously like deny throwing his name out there, but you know. A lot of people have pointed out in the past when he said when he has said that he wasn't going to run for something and then he ended up running. And so, do you think Paul Ryan is maybe
0: even a possibility? Right, Speaker Ryan. <laughs> he said he didn't want to be Speaker. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, will he himself choose to run? I I doubt it. Right. Okay. Um, he has expressed no interest in doing that. What would be his chances? Um, what do you think his chances would be? I think it's really going to come down to the so so the only way that he becomes the nominee. Is if the convention kind of descends into chaos and mm-hmm. somebody's looking for like, uh, you know, this young, strapping, solid conservative guy with mass appeal, um, and you know, Paul Ryan is a you know something of a superstar on the yeah. Republican side. Pretty yeah. young conservative, has good credentials, well liked in his state, name's kind um, of a little bit yeah, long. exactly. He's relatively known. He mm-hmm. ran as vice president before. Um, he's the kind of person that a lot of Republicans could could get behind. Um, but he says he's he's not interested. I don't know how hard he would fight that. You know, with the speakership, the only reason he did it was because the party was, one, willing to accept his conditions, Mm -hmm. like being home in Janesville on weekends, Um, but also he said, I'm not going to put up with your crap, right? Mm -hmm. From certain groups within the party. Like, you're going to have to listen and you're going to have to fall in line and stuff because I'm not going to be just refereeing you all the time. Um, So something like that would. Probably have to happen where he would need to be given assurances mm-hmm. that people would unify and stuff. So mm. um, I don't know how likely it is, but boy, talk about a wild card. Exactly. Because right? he has not run for anything, he has zero delegates, and there would be a lot of people, especially Trump supporters, who would be very unhappy. That Not Paul Ryan, but that anybody yeah, who didn't could. run is now suddenly – it's like the ultimate party establishment <laughs> leaders doing what they want yeah. instead of what the voters want.
4: Mm. When, when was the last time they had a contested convention? Do you know?
0: Um, so 1976, okay. there was a contested election between Gerald Ford and Ronald Reagan, who would become president four years later. Um, yep, you're right. It, in the last few decades, we've always known who the nominee was mm-hmm. going into these conventions. They were more coronations yeah. than actual events to decide something. So, if we have an open contested uh, convention on the Republican side this year, um, it's going to be the the first time we've seen one in quite a while.
4: And while yeah, and that's it's going to be interesting, I guess, to watch. Oh Cause, yeah, cause, you yeah. know it's it'll been, be great TV. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like, it, don't don't mind me, but it just kind of reminds me like of House of Cards, and so I'm kind of, oh, oh, sure. <laughs> you, you know, young people. We, um And so that would would be very interesting. Before I let you get out of here, looking ahead to New York, um, it's going to be interesting, I think, because Trump is going home. Uh, Therefore, so is Sanders, who was born in Brooklyn. And then, as we know, um, Clinton took up, I believe, residence there when she was running in New York um, for the Senate seat. So you have all of these people that kind of have a lot of strong ties to New York running in that state.
0: What's your thoughts on that? Right, right. And I'm sure Ted Cruz will find a way to, yeah. you know, there's somehow, some way he's from New York. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, it, it's funny how, you know, being from a particular state is usually helpful to mm-hmm. somebody. Um, I always chuckle a little bit at the idea because I'm like, I don't really care where you were born. I care what you're going to do as president. Right. right. But still, those things matter. Um And the thing that makes New York interesting is that they give out their delegates on the Republican side based on congressional district. Mm. So it's not like you win New York, you get all the the votes. You might win parts of New York and get parts of the vote. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, Ted Cruz is going to be focusing on, you know, more of the rural areas, maybe some upstate and western New York type stuff. Um, And Donald Trump will probably focus more on on the city and the suburbs in the New York area. Um, And so there's a pretty good chance that they'll, you know, Split yeah. things along those lines, um, and you know, as far as Sanders and Clinton both quote being from New York, yeah. um, you know that that's fine. Um, I don't know that it would be something where an individual is going to change their vote because somebody's from a particular state, especially if Clinton and Sanders both have like a case that they have New York roots. Um, so I think it's more relevant to focus on the fact that New York has a lot of delegates and yeah. this is going to be our chance to see if Bernie can really play ball with Hillary Clinton in a place where she should do well. Right? Yeah. Wisconsin is not Clinton country. Right. So, it's not no surprise that Clinton or that, that Sanders did well here. It's no surprise he did well in Washington and Hawaii. If he can do well in a place that on paper looks really good for her, mm-hmm. that is going to be a much bigger crack in the foundation yeah. if you will. Um, and, and frankly, on, on the Republican side, it is such madness right now. <laughs> it's really hard to predict anything, anything. other than more chaos. Um, but again, pay attention to you know how the rules of the game work. Any given state, look at how the delegates are awarded. Yeah. And um, that's going to affect how the candidates run things. It's going to affect how the elections go big time. So we will see.
4: We we ran out of time, but uh, I was listening to some things this morning and they were talking about uh, Sanders, his Uh, Only chance will probably uh, reside in superdelegates. And so that's kind of interesting because I'm not too familiar with what a superdelegate exactly is. So I had to, you know,
0: we can talk about that. Okay. Um, So uh, a superdelegate is um, a person, a, a a Democratic Party uses them more than Republicans do. These are individuals who tend to be party leaders, party elders, members of Congress, governors, former presidents. Um, these are super delegates, and they are allowed to pledge their support to any mm-hmm. Democratic candidate that they want. When the candidates are running in statewide races, you know, Alaska, yeah. Wyoming, wherever, um, the delegates that they win there are pledged. So, okay. if Bernie Sanders wins delegates in Wisconsin at the Democratic convention; those delegates have to vote for Bernie. Yeah. Um, super delegates mm-hmm. don't have to vote for any particular person, they're unpledged. So Hillary Clinton has a big lead among superdelegates, mm. among these party insiders. Yeah. Um, but what Bernie Sanders is saying is, these people are unpledged. They could come to me tomorrow yeah. if they wanted to. So part of his case is going to be that you know he's getting momentum and that he's a better chance to win in the fall, and he's going to try to get some of the, the superdelegates to yeah. come over to him, mm. as opposed to staying with Hillary Clinton. Interesting. So that unpledged part makes those superdelegates really really attractive. Yeah. Wow. So, we will see. Yes.
4: I want to thank you Eric Lip for coming on and really helping me sort out this this race that's been such a crazy one. And in, in the craziest one I've ever been a part of. It's wild. <laughs> it really is wild. <laughs> Even though I'm young, it's the craziest one that I've ever seen. Uh Maybe we can. Well, time is running out, but I was going to say maybe we can have you on a different day. Absolutely, um, anytime. But it was very good. And don't turn the dial. I'm going to come back and kind of discuss some of the local races that happened here in Wisconsin. And so keep it locked.
5: Friendly. Friendly. Lava, it, lava, for yeah, your You know I can leave it alone Let's explore, five kings, one queen Hiding, brother, are you court. Starting on my grandma's porch Now I travel with a torch Light in the midst of dark Light to a cold corpse And we plugged up to the source Yeah, yeah, we have Jesus Super, super, to so my really life, he's. Super, stupid, crazy, dumb, dumb, crazy, stupid
1: God is super So I gotta praise him from the AM to the PM See him as my tutor while deleting my bloopers, I'm thankful And I give him all the glory because my past won't hinder my future now. Gotta live tomorrow, gotta live tomorrow no turning, no turning back, no turning back And if I ever get stuck, he gonna get me back on track hey, Back on track The time is now, the time is now, now. To
5: sacrifice, yeah. cause when I was spiritually dead, he Wreck gave me back my life trip, I hear that name and get the fool in it They swear I'm on four But it ain't though, and it's just me People trying to figure out what, they can't see Or oh, what it is, that's about me making me so quiet oh, Rapping a hey. king, hey. got me wide So, so, so why you standing there? Super stupid crazy guy I swear that i, I, sweated I out my perm, lost two wings and bracelet Vanity and vanity We raising so face They think I'm trouble. super
6: stupid
3: crazy Super super stupid Crazy dumb, cause I don't get purple hazy And the ladies, I'm like, baby, nah no, I'll pass, like Tom Brady, like Tom Brady Of the Patriots, I won't be intercepted My goddess epic, and since yeah. I'm a son, I'm winner, cause he already won I'm closely, knowing the one who holds The universe in his palm. get a cloud nine I'm like on cloud 58 Feeling super stupid, crazy dumb In a good way, yeah.
5: Holla, 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 Bruce, holla, Bruce Holla, holla, holla H. John stand up, one city under guard, Mr. fun one, yeah, go! Super, 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 super crazy, dumb, under to my
1: yep. when to i step into the mic, I'm like an alien, behind core, stadium, yep. front line, in the ground, killing the child, got a brother, feel it, every time, but the spirit is motivated, I ain't decorated, it, general, it's incredible, when come to kick it round, so I can stop now, Hold
5: Supposed to be crazy, too. Supposed to be crazy, super, super. Stupid, crazy, super, super
7: Oh. i be like, oh my God, yeah, Start the once again, but you don't like me. like me, yeah, oh, oh my God. God, yeah, I just can't believe it's love for me, yeah, oh, oh my God. God, yeah, why do you do it, yeah, oh yeah, oh my God, 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 I know you love me, yes you do, I know you care for me, yes you do, show me every day, yes you do, man I'm telling you I'm so grateful, gotta give you your credit, Ain't nobody else did it. Ooh, ooh. Nobody. Yeah. Who never thought that I'd end up with a love like this? Love like this. Yeah. Who never thought that the Savior would be on me like this? So I stay close to that ghost. Once I get it, hey, two, more. Hey, An hey, hey, and ain't nothing I got feel it like. Oh, who? look at it like, oh my, oh my God, oh my God. God. Yeah. Show the ones again fortunate like me. Like me, Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. yeah. I just can't believe it's love for me. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Why do you do it, yeah, oh yeah, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, gotta to him, oh, I
2: remember,
7: I remember, I the only time I prayed was, oh, let me get away with it, let me get away with it, oh, I remember. How many times are you gonna have grace on this cellar? Yeah, wait now wait now, wait now, wait now, can I tell y'all why I came now? Can I tell y'all I am chain now? Can I tell y'all I ain't the same now? I got homies on blocks with dayola. i a whipping that coat ain't with soda. It don't matter how far I'm going, just know that I always pray for you. Cause somebody did that for me,
3: somebody did that for me. I'm not supposed to be here, but I am cause the Lord, he had mercy on me, you gotta believe it. That's why I live life to the fullest. So, yes, I live life to the fullest. And I will never take credit for his blessing to a saint from a
1: sinner. So, it's, oh, my God. Let me take you back to the beginning of it all. When
7: he spoke, yeah. all it took was a word. And give me back, baby, in my name. Ask me how, can't explain. But if you knew what I knew, then you say, oh, my God. Yeah. Start once again, for a do like me. Like me. Yeah. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. I just can't believe it's love for me. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Why do you do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God.
6: I'm going to praise him, I'm going to praise him, I'm going to praise him, oh. I'm going to praise him, I'm going to praise him, I'm going to praise him, oh. Why do I do the things I don't want to do? Tell me, Lord. And the things I should do, those things are. Against the wall, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Feel like a bone in my side, yeah. causing me to fall. But still, we're going praise him, we're going praise yeah. him, we're praise him, we praise him, we're going praise him, we're going praise him, we praise him, praise praise you're gonna praise him, you're
1: gonna you're going Sitting, contemplating, gotta make a decision. Follow a dead God or the one who is risen? The same one who has given his son in exchange for my freedom. Need him to keep me from seeing flames. Hard headed, it's hard for you to follow. The unseen, unclean, ain't promised tomorrow. False dreams seem to fill you but leave you hollow. This life is not your own, was only for you to borrow. Now, I remember I was all about stacking chatter till I heard the preacher tell me, Cuddy, get your act together. I hear him for a moment, but after I'm like, whatever. Be following the Lord, that's something that'll happen never. Until one day in November. Remember my mother left the earth before she died she always told me for God gave up my old ways now i'm no longer blind now wherever the spirit leading me i follow behind
6: i'm, crazy I'm, crazy yeah! out, I'm going praise him Freedom is his blood divine, redemption is his blood divine, the father is divine, he went so far to even save my kind, I have a dark past but my future will shine, heavenly father is you who delivers me, always on your job, the boss no resume, bless my voice with heavenly melodies, save me from myself, my own worst enemy, sometimes I feel sick mentally, outside of you, I never found a remedy, nope, not even in the Hennessy, neither did I find it in the codeine, I did that. It didn't work, so I fell back and went to church. Then inside, something changed within me. Now I roll with D.O.D. We're praise him, go praise him, go praise him. we go praise him, we're gonna praise him, go praise him. We're praise him, we're gonna praise him, we're gonna praise him. we praise him, we're gonna praise him, we're gonna praise him.
2: You give me a shield of salvation for this battle. You give me a strength to call your
3: Now of me if my heart make it harder, harder. And I don't mean for me to be falling off like a leaper I am getting cold like the wind coming up in autumn So much mud in my water The life I took in was so tainted Until I drunk a cup from the stream of the living author Though my days to get longer I keep my conscience on lock and on guard Like a barb of was when it gets. When I mean about it where claim that's
2: The Below can be light or
3: heavy depending on how you weigh it. Sing a new song, but be careful of what you saying, cause words can hold power, for instance, folks, catch it from a boat or bow, just depending on how I say it, so. I'll sing, I'll sing it till it reach heaven. I'll never be home alone, he'll never leave Kevin, no. No, I know, I know, I know, just what he said, just like the blood that flows a pretty rose. He wrote it all in red, and if the stars are overhead, if the flowers are sleeping better, if the sparrow is always fed, I bet I can trust what he said. He loved me when I was ugly, he could've left me for dead. He always be thinking of me, he chose to love me instead, and in spite of all that they said, I was never begging for bread. Now I'm dashing out of my clothes, and y'all think I'm going in ahead. I'm looking up overhead, and I told him, going on ahead of me. I'm still working on all these melodies. on me, marching to this place. Guns in the air with a grimace on they face. Hey. Armor on they patties, military boots laced. I can't make it out alive, oh Lord, so give me grace. This is war, believe me, this ain't crazy. Uh-huh. Smoke all in the air to the atmosphere, haze. Uh-huh. But I ain't staring at the enemy that hates me. I got my eyes on you, Lord, you amaze me. Hey, they try to tell me that I'm ¡Suscríbete al Ready. I got it. I got it. Uh, I got it. I ain't got no fast flow. Life is up the go Stuff don't make me happy. Money causing cash flow. If I fall on hard times, I cry if I have to. Homie, I got joy though. And the supernatural never left me out to try. I got on my bathrobe. My heart and hope to God. I try not to cast on God, told me to trap mine. And I heard the glass broke. I ignore them death threats because I'm under his shadow. And I feel like I'm in a race car, race car, crash course. When I'm in a drought and a bottom drop, that ain't do not pass. Go, life is full of pressure. I could lose all my possessions. Even when depression on me, I'm a blessing, I'm a trusting for real.
5: No we slay me, no we slay me, me a God bless him
1: up. No he slay me, no he slay me, me a God bless him up. No he slay me, no we slay me, me, God bless him. No he slay me, don't we miss still trust him for real? No he slay me, no we slay me, me and bless him up.
5: If I rush it, me not go flush it, if a door, me not go lock it, if a blessing, me not go block it, cause no hole, not in my pocket, zoom, ha! Him a guide and me shield, give me pass, make me kneel, come I got this too real, Boom. give me peace! I move the stress and move depression. give me the rest Cause my God, they are the best And them clean up all the mess And take me up and I down the steps And take me through the wilderness And I don't know send me past the test him. my God, them are the best Nevertheless, no disrespect Cause my love, my daddy, inflex Gotta be guidance, listen I me, mean, no worry, me, no fret. My God, yeah.
1: Ah. No, we slay me now we slay me a him up. Ah. No, he's slay me we slay me him up. No, slay me know me a him me him up. No, he's slay me know we, me him for No, No, me me a me him up. No, he's slay me know we slay me bless him, ah. now we slay me now we. Trust him so now we now up. No, he's let me me him up. No, he's let me know he's let up. No, he's
4: Back here on the edge, I'm recapping the election results from yesterday's primaries here in Wisconsin. And State Supreme Court Justice Rebecca Brantley was elected to a 10-year term Um, on Tuesday. Her win solidifies conservative's 5-2 control of the court. And what appears to be the only incumbent that was voted out on Tuesday is Milwaukee City Hall veteran, Robert Puente, who lost his Ninth District Alderman seat on Tuesday to challenger Shantia Lewis, a community activist who served on the board of the Worker Rights Group, 9-5 to Wisconsin. Cavalier Chevy Johnson, former staff assistant to Mayor Tom Barrett, won an Alderman seat on the north side. Milwaukee County Executive Chris Abel was elected to a second full four-year term after defeating State Senator Chris Larson. And in his victory speech, Abel pointed to his administration's project to eliminate chronic homelessness in the county in the next three years. And he pledged to reduce racial disparities in incarceration, housing, employment and education. So I think it's important to hear the promises made by local politicians and hold them to their word. I think he even said um, for people to hold him to his word. And that's why he wanted to make a point what he was trying to do in his administration and you know, if there is any any progress toward that goal, it's important to call out these politicians on what they promised to do and why they're not doing it. Also, County Comptroller Scott Mansky won re-election to a second four-year term, and that was pretty much the major elections. Everybody else was pretty uh, was, was was returning to a seat, and no one was really ousted. So, I want to thank Professor Eric Lepp for coming on to recap the primaries in Wisconsin here and. And even in um, nationally, and as a reminder, the station will be hosting Edge Fest starting the week of April 25th. So come out to hear some great live music, starting with Andrew Eben playing at Jitter's Coffee House located in Wells East, right here on campus. And as always, you can find any article or facts discussed today on my page on Facebook, p- Facebook.com/backslash Black Radio 11, or Twitter at Serving Christ 11. So again, that was Facebook.com backslash black radio 11 or twitter at serving christ 11 also look for the show on itunes on the podcast app on your iphone or if you have an android you can look for 91.7 the edge wsuw on soundcloud as always make yesterday jealous by working harder today and give love even in the darkest times it's hip hop Pump day so stay tuned